This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Love Island USA Season 5 Wrap Up here on the Hot Dummies on Islands feed. Today, we'll be talking about Love Island USA Season 5, Week 3, Part 1. That's a lot of math for you. I'm, of course, Kirsten McInnes. I'm joined, as always, well, as almost always, by my amazing co-host, Brian Scally is back, baby. Scally, how are you? Oh, hello. Hello. I was going to say, don't remind me that I had to miss last time. Obviously, you covered it amazingly with Sasha, but I was very jealous that I was not there, both because those episodes were so fun and also to get to hang with Sasha. So excited to be back and covering uh, Love Island for week three, part one. Well, don't worry. I made Sasha Piranha's on Earth to come back when we're both. Oh, I heard. So she'll she'll be back. (laughs) Um, Do you have any like lingering thoughts about the end of week two or about week two that you want to share before we jump into week three? Um, Off the top of my head, I feel like it's stuff that we will touch on tonight. But I think that I'm pretty maybe even like further on the team of like. Leo and Cassie did nothing wrong and I have no problem. And uh, like, all right, we'll, we'll get to it later with Anna, but like, all right, bye. Yeah. Uh, I like, fine. I think Cassie maybe could have told Anna what she was going to do, which is like not that big of a thing in my opinion. But like, other than that, yeah, no, they're, they're I funny. Just, I feel like Leo and Cassie are playing Love Island as it used to be played and as I loved for it to be played and how I wish it would be played again. So I uh, yearn for the days where people played like Leo and Cassie on Love Island. Yeah. And I also I feel like it's so obvious. Like I do think Leo and Cassie really like each other. Like they can't Mm -hmm. do help but smile when they're around. I fucking each other like. (laughs) They just clearly like each other. It's true. It's true. But also um, great to see Victor go. So, uh, oh, my God. Yes. Was sad I couldn't uh, dance on that one. So I, uh, overall, a very fun two episodes that you guys got to cover, but a uh, very fun three that we have here as well. Yes, absolutely. So where Sasha and I left off was Keenan and KK going into the hideaway. KK and her beautiful lingerie and Keenan in his gray sweatpants just to remind everybody. Um, Problem was he was wearing underwear under those sweatpants, which negates the sweatpants. I don't see the point. I mean, well, but it, maybe he's wearing like a supportive underwear to like really mm. position the package. I don't really know that much about men's underwear. So you know better <laughs> than me. 
Yeah, I, I feel like there was there was issue in the planning, but it's what it is. It's just a lack of effort, you know? <laughs> so they went into the hideaway and spoiler alert, a home run happened. Ooh, yeah. Judging by how many toys they were pulling out, I wasn't super surprised. Um, I know Sasha thought that the deal had been closed previous to the hideaway, but to my understanding, I think this was the first time that uh, they rounded all four plates. Yeah, I think I think they had done some some work on the bases, but yeah, probably they hadn't slid home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I don't know. For me, we get to see like our first look at the hideaway. It is uh, covered like floor to ceiling in white fur, which if I walk in there and people are like leaving footprints around, that's a problem. Um, I think that's an ick, but hopefully that place is well maintained and uh, the hideaway works like it did for KK and Keenan. Well, yeah. And hopefully the Islanders feet are well maintained as well. So I mean, they're not leaving nice. footprints. I do think like to me, white fur is not like sexy. Oh, it's more cozy. Mm. Uh, but you know what? I'm not on Love Island for very good reason. So. <laughs> um, okay, so what do you think? So you, I know you said you think that Leo and Cassie did nothing wrong, um, but we do also jump into them like fully. They, they're out and about. They are making out in front of people. They, the makeout with Carmen right next to them, I found very unsettling because she was like right there. That's what was so funny is they're making out in the bathroom after being like, all right, you know what? Probably wasn't the right move, but like is what it is. You can't please everybody. Uh, so we're still going to, what are we going to do? Tiptoe. So they make out in the bathroom. Carmen's like, I'm peeing. I can hear everything. And they're like, oh, sorry. But then continue to make out basically on top of her as she's washing her hands. I feel like this was a lot. Again, I'm not like floored this. I'm not like, you know, covering my eyes and shielding, but I'm just like kind of surprised at the same time. No, there's only one kiss in these three episodes that had me covering my eyes. And it came in the <laughs> Tuesday episode. We all know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll get to it when we get to it. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, I did like how Anna fully set up the pillow wall between her and Leo in the bed. Uh, like you could go sleep on the couch, girl, or you could ask Leo to sleep on the couch. Yeah, that was really funny. I thought that Leo's reaction was really good too. And he walked in just mouth absolutely on the floor, like the pillows and just like laughs and was like, all right, I could take a joke. Like, this is funny. Um, and I like that it stayed there all night. Like did people sleep without pillows? <laughs> Some of those beds seem naked after Anna got at, through with them. Well, some people don't like to sleep with a pillow. Some people like they've got two That's good wild. pillows on the end of their arms. Hmm. That's what no. my sister says. She doesn't like to sleep with a pillow. That's uh, that's a concerning behavior. Red flag yeah, for me. I, but listen, <laughs> do I think she should be institutionalized? Maybe. But. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was funny. I thought good jokes. And so, uh, you know, it almost felt like while we're putting up a barrier here, it still feels joking. Like he, you know, laughed about it. She like peeked over and smiled. So it still felt like in good nature and we were maybe moving forward already. It did feel that way. And then that was followed up by like first thing in the morning, Cassie and Anna talk it all out. Cassie apologizes. She's, she made a mistake the way she approached things. Anna's like, I'm just so happy that you realized that you did that. Like, I hope you handle things like this in the, the future better than this. Cassie's like, yes, I've learned. I'll do better. Beef squashed, right? Mm -hmm. No, it's not squashed, Callie, because you know who saw the original kiss? Destiny. Mm. Stir the pot, Destiny. <laughs> Des well, there's like a point in this batch where Destiny and Hannah are talking about Emily and they're like, mm -hmm. we just hope she's not another Cassie who doesn't give up f and who doesn't care <laughs> and i was like these two girls hate cassie so much it is visceral and you know that if destiny had seen someone else kissing leo she probably wouldn't have made the same commotion mm -hmm. yeah i was 100 i was like oh cassie is like very much persona non grata i felt like that was probably coming with 
Carmen also in last uh, batch of episodes. I feel like she was starting to get a little bit on the outs. And now I'm like, is there a Cassie Carmen like alliance almost at this point? Uh, well, they where were holding is hands. Yeah, it does feel like maybe they have connected not being as close with everyone else potentially. And I mean, good for them. I like both of them as TV characters and I think they're both super pretty. So I wish nothing but the best for them. There we go. Um, But so Anna is like, upset all over again when she finds out about the kiss i know that this is jumping ahead but i feel like if we could just like put this to bed it might be easier to cover everything else please do um so anna is like horrified that cassie would like apologize to her and not bring up the kiss which again the kiss happened at like anna had already said she's not interested in getting to know leo Hmm. that's my thing is it's like I understand. And Anna's like, oh, well, we're still in a relationship. It's like, well, you like did everything you could to say that you're not in it. And maybe she didn't fully mean it, but I don't fault Cassie and Leo for starting something new when like the new thing has ended. And it really was probably what? Four days. <laughs> that Anna max. and Leo were hot and heavy. It was um, max four days. And the other thing is she told him she's not interested anymore. So why should he hold back? Like, I don't understand this mentality of, oh, well, we're in a couple in Love Island. So that's the same as like a couple in the real world. Mm -hmm. I hate this. I hated it so much. Like I said, I liked when Carmen said to Victor that she didn't owe him any more respect than she owed Bergie. Like, just because you're in a couple doesn't mean anything unless you have like a label, maybe consummated a relationship, like a couple other factors. I'm going to give that more weight. But in general, like I don't put anything on like the title of coupled up in this villa at all. No, and especially like it's we're into the start of week three, but truly everything has switched up so much. Like Keena and KK are the only ones that have been consistent. And even then they've had questions. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. When I'm telling people to watch the show, I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's so messy. One person decides they're out of a relationship. They steal the like partner of someone else and then they cry how unfair it is. And then they do the same exact thing to their next, their other friend. So it continues in a circle. And sometimes it comes right back around with Cassie coming back to Leo and doing the same thing that, I mean, look, Anna probably wasn't as aggressive with it as Cassie is in terms of, uh, you know, making out with him in terms well, of Anna told Cassie, she was going to do it. That's mm, the difference. It didn't seem like Cassie was uh, so aware of how strongly Anna would be pursuing in her words. Um, but yeah, I feel like it is look, could she have handled it better? Probably, but I also just don't care. These are also all like 22 year olds. I don't expect (laughs) them to have perfect social awareness and make Mm -hmm. perfect decisions. No. Yeah, exactly. So it is what it is. Honestly, Cassie's maybe becoming my favorite on the show. Um, She's so fun. I just feel like she's just willing to mix it up and it's not even intentional. It seems she's like later after she has this, um, well, we can talk more about this conversation with, with Anna, because I think there is more to dive into, but, um, even after it, which is like, this isn't me. It's like Cassie, it is. And just lean into it. It's fine. Like This is no, fun. <laughs> I feel like Cassie is giving like a more authentic version of what Courtney was giving last season. Mm. Like if, cause the thing is, is like, Courtney would be like, I am all in with this guy and then have like the most random icks and like move Mm -hmm. on to the next, which is like fine. You can feel that way. But then it was kind of like, oh, what does she even like really like any of them? Or like, is she just (laughs) waiting for the right one? Which again is totally fine. Like you're not guaranteed to click. Mm -hmm. But I feel like because Cassie and Leo like really do have a connection, but she's also like, they're both like messy and willing to jump around. I think it gives like a more authentic experience. Yeah, it's fun. I think what was really funny about this to me also is when Anna's confronting Cassie and she's like, well, Leo's talking about it with everyone. And Cassie's like, well, actually, now I'm mad at him, too. And it's like, no, this is not the approach to take. And Anna even acknowledges that she's like, I don't think you should just try blaming this all on him. Like, I don't actually care how I found out or like. I don't care um, like how I found out or whatever like that and that he's telling people like it's that you didn't tell me and like how you handled this situation more than anything because I am having the conversation with you. I don't care about him. And well, yeah, but it's like, to deflect. Anna, you wouldn't be having this conversation if you didn't care about him. Like, stop I, it. 
agree very much so but the fact that cassie is like you know what actually during that kiss i knew i knew it was bad and i never wanted to do it again cut to her kissing leo as she walks away from the conversation next to carmen (laughs) in the bathroom um but that's like that's what's so great is because she has multitudes and at the moment (laughs) everything she says is the truth it's so funny i just (laughs) i love it She's so inconsistent. Um, and I think that she does believe what she's saying in the moment, uh, but doesn't hold by her word at all <laughs> for also, 30 seconds later. As a fellow girly that doesn't want anyone to ever be mad at her ever, um, I understand. Like she will say whatever <laughs> she thinks she needs to say for the person in front of her to stop being mad at her. And she will worry about the consequences of that later. Yeah, no, I definitely think that's an accurate read on Cassie. I think that it's going to create even more drama yes, in the future. Absolutely. Um, and so where I think that people are saying like, oh, Cassie doesn't give an F. Like, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it's that she gives a lot of Fs and uh, just doesn't know how to handle how many she currently yeah, gives. Yeah, like I obviously I've never been in the same situations as Cassie, but I feel like like young twenties Kirsten would make a lot of the same choices in confrontations that, that Cassie (laughs) makes in confrontations of just like, what do I have to say to get the person to stop being mad at me? Like now Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more like, you know what? Someone's mad at me. All I can do is apologize for wrong I've done and not do that thing again or work on not doing that thing again. Uh, But like younger Kirsten was just like, say whatever you have to say. Like just, throw it out there mm-hmm. so was funny though to see then when cassie and leo talk she's like they know they know about us like who did you tell and when leo says like oh destiny saw the kiss but destiny wouldn't tell anna like i know De- destiny that wouldn't happen i was like do you know destiny mm-hmm. seems like no only for destiny later to approach anna and be like yeah i'm the one who knocks i said it (laughs) like this was all me but i felt so bad that she was walking around here looking stupid and i had to tell her oh it's you know (laughs) fair enough Uh, i mean i think cassie brings up a good point in the morning when she's like why didn't destiny like come up to me and tell me that i need to talk to anna about this and i think that's a very valid criticism because destiny fucking hates you Cassie. well that is what the answer is is she like, likes anna more than she likes cassie like you need to put it together it is a it's a two-piece puzzle <laughs> pieces together yeah that's exactly what it is i think like in you know the world where she likes cassie sure that is the better way to handle things um but from what we've seen i think we have our answer exactly we also get leo and anna then talking everything out again and it's just Anna being like, I don't understand. Like, you're disrespecting me. Like, no, he didn't. He's not disrespecting you. Your feelings yeah. are hurt and that's okay. But that doesn't mean you've been disrespected. Yeah. And again, like, if she, like, really is, like, so in love with him and he's making, fr- like, out with people in front of her, it's not, like, ideal. But uh, the way that it's talked about of, like, we're still in a couple and that's why I'm disrespected. Like, no. No, she's acting like they're married. Yeah. She's acting like they're a married couple and he agreed to spend one night in the hotel so they could like think things <laughs> over. But then he like went to another woman's house. What but that's not think- what happened. <laughs> what did you think about Leo and Cassie's decision to sleep outside together? I mean, I, I'm just surprised it didn't happen sooner. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I thought it was going to happen the night that he and Anna broke things off. And then I did love them asking Carmen for reassurance. Like, is this the right move? And Carmen being like, absolutely. Yes, do it. Um, I was like, thank you, Carmen. Like, messy Carmen. <laughs> so no, Carmen is <laughs> the girl in the girl's washroom during a night out. You meet her. You have the most amazing connection for like 30 minutes of like, oh, do I look good in this top? Yes, girl, you look amazing. Oh, like, is my cleavage too low? No, it should be lower. Like, that's <laughs> the vibe that Carmen gives. And that's why I like her so much. Yeah, she's fun. I have kind of been curious. I will talk about more about Carmen. I'm like interested to see how her storyline progresses Um, to see yes. like, are you my favorite? Did you like pull the wool over my eyes too? Um, so like, I'm curious to see exactly who Carmen is on the show, uh, which I think is developing currently and I'm enjoying, but uh, very fun so far. Um, 
I do think that sleeping outside was fine. It's funny that again, Cassie was like, I never want to kiss him again. Cut to them making out in bed the entire night. So whatever. The situation I thought has been fun TV and a good little stretch of episodes devoted to this that I'm okay with. Yes, absolutely. Anything else about the little love triangle? I think we pretty much, well, I guess the conclusion to it is that Anna chooses to leave by herself. Yeah. Were you shocked by this? No, the only thing I was shocked by is that they let Bergie just stay and be single. I feel like Love Island UK would send his ass home. They'd be like, sorry, you're single. Go away. They would. Um, I feel like they have done that before where extra people go home because someone chooses to be single. I'm not sure. I need to look back on the facts. I feel like like my my guess would be that they've handled it both ways. Um, yeah, you're probably right. You know what I mean? I don't remember which one was more recent, um, but is what it is. I feel like for Anna, her perfect match went home on day five. Her name was Jasmine. They're BFFs and they're always going to be close. Um, and Anna just didn't want to live another day in this house without her. So I don't Anna know. I would rather <laughs> not be on TV anymore than couple up with Bergie. <laughs> it's so like, sad because like literally like that's that's it. That's what happened tonight. It's funny because when it's like, Bergie, I love you like a brother and I'm going to potentially take this opportunity away from you by going home tonight. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> I can't stand to possibly be here with you for another day. So gotta go. I loved it. I <laughs> I, uh, I think that he should have gone home too. And then it would have been the perfect, like the least compatible couple from the premiere leaves together hand in hand. They've oh. both learned about themselves and they can go move on with their lives. Yeah, I would have been fine with either way this was handled, to be honest. I'm not like mad that I'm not mad or shocked that Bergie got to stay at all. Um, It's just like it is what it is. He's still here. I think that um, him going home would have probably been like an appropriate time to send him home and probably like a almost like a mercy killing. Yeah, Um, (laughs) but But that's the other thing, too, like. We can talk about people not treating Bergie that well or issues with it, but he also is an adult who could choose to leave and he's choosing to stay. So, which I mean, again, if he's like, I don't think Bergie's here for TV time or followers or opportunities, but like he's gaining more here than he is at home. So, even if it is, uh, you know, not he's not having like the best experience of anyone in the villa, like he's still probably having a better experience than he would be having at home. So. He's kissed so many girls. Well, definitely Although, in that metric, he is having a better experience. Definition of the word kiss, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I think for Bergie, like, why would he go home? He's hanging for as long as he can. Yeah, I just I'm actually really curious to see what will happen like for him on social media after he is gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't. I could see it going both ways because I feel like we came on after the premiere and we were like, the subreddit is all in. They are protecting Bergie. Well, the subreddit has changed their tune. Yeah, I've seen back and forth on some people loving, some people hating, some people like, you know, do they feel bad? Do they uh, like not love? And it's like all over the place. I even saw some of like, is Anna the female Bergie? So like, I don't know if this was like her time to go also. Um, I, I mean, she wasn't having any luck i think her best chance was if she could stick around until casa more and she sure. probably should have just done a friendship couple with bergie that's kind of what i think i feel like anna like there's a bombshell coming in like literally in a day like what are you doing um where if she had any interest in moving forward on the show like you know there are plenty of other people coming in just because these six guys didn't work out like if you run into six guys in real life likely none of them are your husband sorry uh but for someone who brought their wedding dress and was so committed to getting married on love island to just walk away on day 11 because the first six attempts didn't work out like okay that doesn't seem like you're that committed (laughs) you you know what you said it and you (laughs) should and it's right and you should say it so that's what it is okay um well back to I guess we could talk about the Bergie of it all as well, because that kind of gets closed as well. Bergie and Hannah as besties, I do kind of love. How do you feel about that? I do, too. Hannah is probably currently my pick of like, if I were to hang out with someone from this villa, like Hannah, I feel like would be a very good friend. 
Uh, yeah, if I needed advice, Hannah's the one I would ask. Mm-hmm. And I think KK even says that at one point, like, you are the most level-headed, like, you are who I need to talk to to, like, talk me through things. Um, and so mm-hmm. watching her take an interest in Bergie and uh, as a friend and almost as, like, a protege, like, she is really helping him at all turns. And I really appreciate watching them together. I agree. Um, this is, so this is Bergie, like, one day after Carmen has gotten the ick mm-hmm. and she and he is like I am destroyed today I am devastated and it's like Bergie you knew her for like what six days seven days hey she loved all four seasons and wanted four kids it was meant to be I I just can't like I know like the streets are not okay <laughs> but like are are we yeah, you speaking on behalf of all of straight people. Um, I don't know. This yeah, as I loving, should. <laughs> <laughs> loving all four seasons, like genuinely took me out last episode. But I did like, as Hannah said, like, and I really like what she said, like where some people come into our lives, not for them to change our lives, but for us to change something in ourselves. I feel like Bergie has recognized that like, oh, I gave everything and I want someone who does that for me. It's like, yes, Bergie, like finally. <laughs> so I think that, he is realizing it's not just about like who's blonde and wants four kids and is from the like uh, Midwest. No, but show me where Bergie gave everything. I, look, that is everything Bergie has. <laughs> Take it or leave it. I will leave it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So then when we do, we do get the new people coming in, which is obviously Emily, Kenzo and Jonah. Mm-hmm. Emily comes in, says she likes a hard seven out of ten is her type, and then immediately is like my top two are Bergie and Marco. Oh yeah, I did feel like Emily. Uh, I just I don't know why I just thought she might make a play for Bergie, like lock in that easy couple, and I think that that was pretty clearly not going to be the case pretty quick after that. I, yeah, I think she definitely could have done it. She could have had Bergie in love with her in an afternoon. <laughs> um, but she just happened to connect more with other people. Um, yeah. so she didn't she didn't have to go that path because she had other options. Yeah. They had one steamy makeout, but as she says, she's looking for her baby daddy. No. Which, like Okay. Stop it. That was not a steamy makeout. Bergie <laughs> called it a long, passionate, amazing kiss. Like the best kiss ever. And Which she says specifically Emily it was not. Says, it was long and passionate. And she I wasn't was... expecting it to happen because he's in the confessional with her when he says this. And then when she's alone, she's like, mm. Like wasn't the okay. best kiss ever? No. Well, that was it looked like he was baby birding video. her again with the baby bird kisses. Yeah, which is weird because I feel like he improved at points. I would say that was the second makeout where they had two steamy kisses or one steamy and one, um, you know, ice cold uh, where she even said at the beginning, like it was good. Not the best ever specifically went out of her way to say, but, you know, Bergie struggling. And I don't think 23 year old Bergie is is meant to be anyone's baby daddy right now. No. Absolutely. No. He can't even be his own baby daddy, like to take care <laughs> of his own self. Yeah, um, exactly. But it was just the vibes were off. The kisses mm-hmm. were bad. And I just think that boys should probably practice kissing on their hands like everybody else. <laughs> like can I say that like it's a universal experience maybe it's just me I don't know <laughs> tweet me if you ever practice kissing on your own hand I just really I don't get the like how do you know if it was good <laughs> did your hand like oh that was better <laughs> Keep going. no no but it just like gives you like a because you put it like your like thumb and index finger together I, mean, I understand like, what makes you're doing. A and so you kind of just like <laughs> like teaches you how to move and then when you encounter the real thing you're like oh i've seen this before i've seen it before yeah i heard (laughs) that Uh, i've heard of the technique but i don't really know how much it's improving for people i don't know but (laughs) bergy could use the improvement it seems because why is he like bobbing his head up and down it's like one of those like you know the like bird thing that like takes the like the head bobs down like Mm -hmm. like that that's Aww. what his motion is like and he should not do that look it needs work he's got time well yeah and like it's fine to like 
need to take time and improve. But it also seems like when he's kissing, he's not like taking cues from the other person he's kissing about how they would like to be kissed. And like, that's like the most important part of kissing is the communication. Like you need to for sure. The give and take. He just needs to listen. He knows what cues to take or what cues are even in general. So like we got to take baby steps there. (laughs) He should be grown. He shouldn't be a project with baby steps for a woman to take. Would be nice, but people grow at different rates based on their experiences. And uh, Bergie is very, very, very inexperienced just in life. Yeah, you're right. It is like in in every aspect. It's not in any one area. It seems like. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, so they do a challenge that's like the reverse of when the girls were like saving the guys last time. Mm-hmm. Bergie in particular was like really taking his time jumping up the ramp and it was giving um, Meg in Otev during BB-17. Oh my God. What a reference. For me, personally. The niche reference. I don't think it's that niche. I think it everybody is. could remember Meg's face hitting them. Yeah. Room. You have to first watch Big Brother and then get, you know, back there. So, um, I wrote literally nothing on this challenge. I have no interest. You know, the challenge in general was bad. Um, they did have, like, bones with their names on it and Marco got to keep the bone that said Marco and he was like telling Bergie like this is why it's called a boner because it looks like a bone mm. Bernie's like take Bergie's taking notes yeah Bergie's like let me write this down <laughs> this is mind blowing to me valuable information I'm learning in this film uh. Um, no, I don't know. I liked the game better that they did when the people arrived where it was like dive into the pool and retrieve a dare I did but I also understand why some of the people didn't want to dive in and get their hair wet. Yeah, no, totally valid. It was really funny when I don't remember if it was Harrison or who like does a big, I does like a big jump into the pool. 
and maybe Jonah and Emily's like, that looks like fun after just deciding not to dive in. Um, it's like, I mean, sure, whatever, but well, yeah, I it looks it was fun, funny. but hair extensions are another valid. world. Valid, valid, valid. So, but I thought that, um, some of the stuff that we got here was interesting and, or, um, just like, it tells me a lot about who they are. I had, there was one moment in this challenge that really, that really got me. Oh. And it's when Jonah can ask someone a question and he goes, Destiny, what's the craziest place you've ever had sex? And shockingly, she doesn't say not applicable. Yeah. I was, she says, Africa. First of all, Jonah's a king for like re-asking this question. Like, no, no, you're not not answering. Um, well, he should have asked Harrison too. Well, fine. But <laughs> I thought it was funny um, that it's like Destiny just like seems to not want to get involved fully in all of the games. Mm-hmm. And in general, I think that's fine, especially in life. But when it's on Love Island, I'm also like, well, you did come on love island um so when she answers africa i fell over <laughs> like what a funny way of answering the question but not answering it at all um yeah. basically wrote not applicable again and then for uh harrison to be like who says a country <laughs> like sir <laughs> oh who says God. not applicable <laughs> okay africa's not a country <laughs> Well, yeah, but like, I don't expect, <laughs> I don't expect the people on Love Island to know that. Yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> like, look, people have said like dumb things. Emily saying like, instead of a grain of salt, like a grain of rice. Um, people say dumb things, but this, you know, when people don't know what I, continents are, that always gets me. It's really bad, especially like, I feel like a lot of the time people are blaming you know the um, the US education system the public education is not that great people don't know geography outside of like US geography Harrison is from another continent <laughs> i would have thought that he would learn the continents in school nope not at all but no i uh, he didn't know them yeah so that was definitely my funniest i also thought when then harrison gets to pick a three-way kiss and he picks uh destiny and anna and destiny's like okay you kiss me first then her like that's not a three-way kiss um and then anna forces herself into that kiss um it was interesting again though it was just like all right here is destiny like not wanting to play the game uh that is love island again I I mean, I'll admit, like, three-way kisses have never been a part of my life outside of watching Love Island, so I understand being reticent. Yeah, it's what it is. I just, again, I just think that um, choosing to basically sit out of a lot of these games is, like, fine, um, but I think it, like, says something about Destiny, and so I think it's interesting, where she's, like, more reserved than a lot of people on this cast, which I think yeah. is also shown in you know how marco kissed her on night one and then it was very much like if you wanted to pursue other people why would you kiss me and stuff like that um so it's like is love island the exact right show i don't know um no she's like monogamy plus yeah exactly that's why i'm kind of only point these things out yeah but anna was like yes i'm in the throuple i want to be with both of you forever (laughs) maybe she would have stayed then I honestly, I do think Anna could have shown us a little bit more fun and drama. I'm I'm a little sad to see her go here. I just like, I don't know. I'm okay with it. I kind of think that Anna had almost run her course. It seemed like she did pursue Leonardo to a pers- uh, to like a place, but I don't think that she was going to be, you know, really going out of her way in the future. And was she going to constantly be this person who was just, you know, gets to know people and then it's just on the side. Um, So for me, I don't feel like we missed out on a whole bunch, to be honest. Fair enough. Um, Anything else from this couple, this um, challenge? Sorry. Um, No, I thought it was um interesting i do think that it uh solidified for me that kenzo and carmen were like pretty solid immediately 
Um, but yeah, I just thought it was fun. I didn't think that it was, you know, groundbreaking, but solid. Yeah, I agree. Um, so for the newbies, um, it felt like Carmen and Kenzo immediately really gravitated towards each other. They live in the same town, which is like, I think the biggest indicator of future success than almost anything else. Mm-hmm. Just like physical proximity is such a barrier for a lot of these couples when they get out on the UK. It is a lot smaller. So when you get out of there and someone lives in a different town that is probably an hour away, three hours away at the like, you know, in some extreme cases in the US, it could be a five hour flight plus. So it is a big barrier to cross as soon as Kenzo walked in. I thought Carmen had a really likely chance of ending up with him, let alone once I found out they live in the same city. Like, oh, these two 100 percent are going to be clicking. Yes, 100%. And yeah, like on the UK thing, you can be like, oh, it's a three hour drive to the people in the UK. That's like an impenetrable distance from, <laughs> they make from it my work. from my experience. Like people from the UK are like, I had to drive an hour. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, like I'll ne- I would never go. <laughs> yeah, definitely a thing. But again, they'll, they'll learn to deal with it if they need to. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then Jonah vibes with destiny, it seems, which is good. Yeah, I thought this was interesting. Um, I have said a little bit when Jonah and destiny have their date and they are really vibing, kind of like joking back and forth. Even the other Islanders notice it. And for me, I thought this brought out like a more fun side of destiny than I had seen her with Harrison at all. Yeah, 100%. I feel like even I I feel like we got like one scene of her with Harrison that kind of had her personality when she was really having to to battle to stay over Jasmine. Um, But other than that, I feel like, yeah, we haven't really seen that much of her. Um, And she's really seems like she's opened up with Jonah. Like even she's talking to Harrison, who she allegedly likes. And he's like, well, but like, have you ever kissed a girl before? Like being weird about it first of all (laughs) and you could tell like she's like it's like kind of a flirty convo but also it the vibe's just not there i i took that more so to be him being like i could see that you were hesitant to do this and i think he knows or is trying to feel out at least is this because you're on tv and you are trying to not answer certain questions not do certain things and got the answer that is like oh yeah she has kissed a girl but was like basically seemed like hesitant to do on tv or at least to do again yeah i don't know i feel like Ever since, like, on the Friday episode, we saw him being like, I just don't want to walk you down the garden path. Like, I'm just like, I've got, you've got weirdo vibes, dude. Stay away from her. Get a job. I don't actually feel any real connection with Destiny and Harrison um, at all. I felt like I was glad for her to get out of that because it felt like that was probably going to continue until one of them, probably Harrison, went looking for a better option. Um, Yeah, he was already trying to set it up. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. So I was glad that she and Jonah connected. Now, I don't know how long that's going to last either, um, but it was fun as it lasted this week. Yeah, I was on board. Um, Emily, however, has a little bit more options Mm -hmm. as she's going through everyone. So her first two when she walked in were Marco and Bergie. And Bergie, it kind of it just wasn't there. Like we yep. saw the kisses. It, it's just not there. And that's okay. Um, but with Marco, she was really into it. Yeah. Right. And it's hard to say because like Carmen and Kenzo talk about, like you talk about having children with people on the first day where you never would do that in real life. Emily was coming in in her intro package saying she was looking for her baby daddy, but uh, you know, she reiterates that with Marco and what I thought was interesting Um, And I'm like more curious to hear Marco's story is where he says that he's looking for a girl that will be a loving mother, mother, like he wishes he had now. Well, but isn't Marco, isn't his backstory that his mom was sick or was that someone else? Ooh, that I do not remember. 
So one uh, one of the men in the villa's mom was sick when he was a kid, and I can't remember if it was Marco or not. I just kind of mm. connected the dots based on him saying he like wished he had more of like a loving mom. Mm, yeah, so that might have been that his mom unfortunately was not around, um, or just yeah, like couldn't was, give what he would have wanted. Well, sure, one hundred. So, but I don't know. I can't remember if it was him. So please fact check us if you could just tweet at me if I'm right or wrong about that, and just tell me who it was because I. My brain's not working properly. Would always love fact checking. Yeah, um. we, we try to have journalistic integrity, but there's so much of this show that sometimes it can be hard to keep little facts like that straight. Yeah, having to memorize, uh, you know, from 40 to like 70 episodes of 30 seasons of the show. Super fun. Yeah, imagine. Can never be me. Uh, can never be me. But yeah. Um, I kind of thought that Marco and Emily were going to work and they even say that like Emily's like I need to be pursued a little more and Marco says like once you show me a little more interest like then I can make this more of a mutual thing I thought that it was going to start going there until she started talking to Keenan later on yes that was what shook me to my core because Emily has a conversation with Keenan that really felt very natural it seemed like they had really good chemistry and Keenan even goes to KK and is like yeah like I I like her and I want to explore options <gasps> what? yeah the thing is that and KK has acknowledged this like they have always talked about you know they're not locked in despite rounding all the bases in the hideaway they are still maintaining that they are open um, but then when Keenan and Emily go to the side and talk and they're giggling the whole time and KK feels a little insecure and doesn't love that. And then Keenan comes back and says like, oh, the combos were so much better than with Cassie. Like, mm, that's going to shake her. Yeah, like that's the thing. You can be not in a closed relationship and still feel insecure. Like mm-hmm. it it's I feel like even in a closed relationship is when you'll feel sorry in an open relationship is when you'll feel the most insecure mm-hmm. so yeah I think it made sense where like I understand Keenan's points here where he's saying like I or you know like KK says like she was basically like you already had your test why do you need to test it again and I don't think it's like oh he is testing like, do I like one specific person more? It's like I coupled up with someone super, super fast and I like them a lot. But like, did I would I have just liked anyone that I coupled up with that fast right away? And I'm just like in on the show and, you know, lost in all of that. Like, should I just make sure that, um, you know, there's not someone here that I might have liked better. And it like shows me that mine and KK's relationship is not quite as strong as we both think it is. And so I understand being that it's still early days, why he feels like that, but obviously understand as well why KK would be nervous. Well, and I, and by the end of all of this, like Keenan talks to her about how he is like falling for her and he's scared Mm-hmm. and that kind of vibe and it makes sense as well like he's a young guy and it's early, super early into the show and even if he and KK are like meant to be and are going to end up married then he can still feel a little bit like he missed out on parts of the Love Island experience if he doesn't explore with other people and yeah. especially for a group of people so young I think that you know mourning that lost experience might be seen as like a bigger loss than the gain of like meeting your person. It's interesting. Cause he even says though, that he it's not that he is worried about having a love Island experience um, in here. Yeah, so but he, kind of, he says he's not worried about it, but then all of his other words imply that he is. I don't even know, but I, I just, I feel like I do get where he's saying, like, it's not that I don't think our relationship is good. It's just like, it's still early and they're like, could be something like even better. And like, it's not that he like is, you know, I want to jump from relationship to a relationship and just like, regardless of who I end up like the most, like I still, he still likes KK the most and wants to end up with her, um, yeah. but just no, wants to solidify that 
there's not a better match for him here. He he didn't do anything wrong. I think he just didn't do the best job reassuring KK in the moment. Yeah, I agree. Now, I really liked the conversation where um, he says, basically, it's terrifying that like it's almost too good that he is falling for her so quickly. Like that is terrifying. And I and KK feels really assured. I think that we ended on like a very cute note and a very yeah. solid note. I still would not be surprised if really either one of them, but especially Keenan, continue to get to know people after this. Yeah, no, 100%. They Again, they didn't close a relationship. They're not boyfriend-girlfriend. They're free to explore. Mm-hmm. And it's not super up to us on when people stop doing that, right? No. Um, Do you think that Keenan and Emily are closed at this point? Or is that door still open for the future? Oh, I think the door is open. I kind of think so, too. I thought at a point that Emily honestly might go with Keenan if the recoupling was like a day or two later. Um, honestly, or even Marco, like I, I just yeah. thought that I think if there'd been a little more time, those options could have been more possible um, because of course we find out that there's going to be recoupling and that the three new Islanders will choose first, which I love. I love that. Me to break yeah, people I up. Definitely want these to shake up. And that's the thing is, I think by having the New Islanders forced to pick first, it creates the option on paper for things to get broken up. But by doing it so quickly, I think it kind of encourages them to make a safe decision. I agree. I think that they needed to do it in a couple of days. Yeah, I think they could have had a little bit more time. Um, I think that like when when Harrison has already been taken by Emily, like why is Jonah going to, let's say, take Hannah and like create more waves when he's like interested in both Destiny and Hannah? He can still continue talking to both of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I think that the easier decision breaking up Harrison and Destiny, who seemed like they were probably on their way out anyway, uh, was a lot easier to do as well as Kenzo picking Carmen, uh, which I think he was always going to do regardless. But when she's single, definitely makes it even easier. 100%. Um, The newbies also got to go on dates, but I really didn't think anything was that interesting from the dates. Did you find anything super notable? No, I mean, it told me who they were interested in. Like, I didn't clock that Jonah and Destiny were going to be talking before that date, I think. Um, And so that was probably for me the most interesting one where we at least got a different dynamic than um, I had expected to get. But otherwise, you know, for me, it was like very clear always that Kenzo and Carmen were going to be uh a thing even when he tried to pretend like he was thinking about anna um you know and then as far as emily's dates uh you know nothing too surprising there yeah i agree um and then i guess is there anything else pre recoupling to touch on i think we've covered it um i think we got through everything pre recoupling right I think so. Amazing. Look at us go. go. Amazing. Um, so we get the recoupling and we end up with Emily and Harrison, Kenzo and Carmen, Jonah and Destiny, Hannah and Marco, KK with Keenan, Cassie with Leo, Anna leaves by herself, and Bergie stays as a single. Hmm. Yeah. As soon as Anna said that, like, Bernie, I love you like a brother, but why would I couple up with you? I was like, oh, she's going home. Like I the second Anna was the fourth one to pick. I was like, oh, she's going home. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I wonder, I guess she told production or like maybe they were trying to throw like, please pick Leo and create some drama. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the. Uh, yeah, the I don't know what was. they would have wanted from her, but I think. They knew she was leaving. Her suitcase was already packed. She was ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Carmen and Kenzel at all, we have heard repeatedly that Carmen takes a long time to know if she actually likes someone. She's a slow burn, but she feels an immediate attraction to Kenzo. And like they've had some kisses that looked very good. 
Mm-hmm. Now they hadn't really up until this point kissed outside of a challenge to my Yeah, um, this this was their first outside of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Now Carmen, you know, and again, very steamy Mako and Carmen and Kenzo, extremely hot couple also. Um, oh my God, I would die for them. I would jump in front of a train. I would do anything they asked me to do. So this makes a ton of sense. I totally get why this is a thing. My question is, Carmen, as you um, we've talked about, is Tezius typically a slow burn had repeated that with both Bergie and Victor many times. Um, now Kenzo comes in and she feels a spark like no other and says that even on like the outside, this isn't how fast things would be moving. But is Carmen always a slow burn or did she just find the first person she liked? I mean, she says that outside of the villa, she is a slow burn as well. So maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But it's what I'm operating under because it's what she said. Yeah, no, that's the same as where I'm at. I just think that it is worth um, like, you know, in looking into. Um, I mean, it's also possible that in the real world, she's never met someone she really likes. No, also true. So the, <laughs> you know, all of the above. I was curious. Basically, I did take her interest in Bergie to be genuine, and then I know in the second part of last week, a lot of the other Islanders said like, "Oh, you can't see through that. Like, obviously, that's fake." And oh, she's like clearly dropping him with a fake excuse. She was never actually interested. I don't think that is mm. the case. No, I think um, she got the ick. No, I agree. Um, I think it was a weird reason. I think that there was uh, Sasha and I got into it, but like I think something else was probably the real reason, and she just didn't feel like she could say it. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I think that ultimately, I thought we would on we would get even more people questioning, and maybe we, there it is happening, and we're not seeing it. But I thought that people would be like, "Oh, Carmen always says she's a slow burn, like because she was with Bergie, but now that someone she actually likes is here." Um, but I don't think that's the case. I still am choosing to believe that, uh, you know, she's been genuine throughout this and that her and Kenzo's connection is unlike something that she had ever felt before. And it's unlike many things I've seen on TV. I I really (laughs) like them together. I like them a lot. Um, And yeah, they really just connect. They like that they did well in the challenge. What did you think of Kenzo's um, proposed baby name for a boy? Achilles. Uh, Achilles. I don't hate it. (laughs) What's the nickname for that? Mm, Killer. No, absolutely not. I when he's like, just imagine a kid being like, "I'm Achilles." I was like, "Okay, this is not, like this is so unserious." <laughs> like, I think it's a lot. Um, and I would, you know, it's not my number one choice, but I don't hate it. I've heard worse. Well, I mean, we've all heard worse, but there's also better. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then we kind of end the batch with the Keenan and KK combo about how they like each other and they just want to see where things go, and that could be exploring as we've discussed. And then we see our two new bombshells entering the villa. Mm, I will say more offensive than the baby name Achilles is bubblegum as a favorite ice cream flavor. But um, oh, I, that, I mean, it's sugar. People, like I'm, It's not for me, yeah. but I wouldn't judge someone else for getting it. I had root beer float flavored ice cream this week. And it was so no. good. It was so no. good. You're just no. like a vanilla only boy. So I don't think I'm a cake fair. batter boy. So whatever. <laughs> Cookie dough. So there's some others. Basic. oh wow um which is i'm listen it's fine but i mean whatever so we're voting for who's going on a date with mike and amani (laughs) yes um have you seen the social media content of mike that has popped up on reddit i'm gonna send it to you on facebook right now okay it's like Um, a lot and i don't it doesn't sound great is the uh, vibe I'm getting. I don't feel are, like people, people are like, commenting oh, on it, actually, like, wow, and I didn't realize like her guy was coming in. 
Oh, um, now, because when you say, have you seen the social media content? I'm usually like, oh, um, this guy is super charitable and posting all of the time <laughs> about how much good he does in the world. And everyone's like really proud of them. Um, that's what people yeah. mean when they talk about you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I am going to definitely be doing a deeper dive into yes, exactly. everyone's social media and hoping that everything uh, pops up. But um, yeah, I don't know. I am you know going to be processing yeah exactly i like i don't even i i like it just popped up like right as we were starting on a podcast so i like didn't even have a time to be like oh wow uh Mm -hmm. i just think you know people are saying they're voting for kk to go on a date with mike and i'd maybe advise against voting for that Mm, okay um (laughs) interesting (laughs) yeah i I can see why um now uh yeah i see more stuff um but yeah i don't know who i would be voting (laughs) here yeah i don't maybe we abstain (laughs) if we abstain does he not get a date i truly well you know we will see how it goes um but i don't know uh even let's say uh, let's i've never seen any of this i don't know who i would be voting still like what's yeah the i really drama? don't what's... know because i didn't get a vibe like i saw on twitter people saying oh vote kk to go on a date with mike and i was like i didn't see anything to imply that they would be a good match yeah uh so i don't really know where that comes from i would probably vote for someone who's like honestly i would vote for cassie because it's mass mm-hmm. i did think about cassie now I kind of want to split up Hannah and Marco um, because yeah. I really like Hannah. Um, now, again, this is independent of who the, um, like who the bombshells the are, yeah. because I don't know anything about them in theory. You know, they could be literally anybody. So I don't know what their compatibility is going to be with um, any random person. So I would love to split up Hannah and Marco because I also don't want it to become a comfortable couple that I don't like where I like Keenan and KK. So I'm okay with that getting comfortable. Um, I don't love Hannah and Marco as a couple. So I'm good with splitting that up. I do also worry. I don't, we didn't talk about it, but there was a conversation between Kenzo and Jonah where it seems like apparently Jonah likes Emily. Um, so I'm curious how see how that goes. And if that's the case, I would have been like, all right, let's give Destiny another try. <laughs> like yeah. give her somebody else to, you know, try to work something out Honestly, with. If, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if give Destiny as many options as possible. Yeah. So or you know what? As, yeah. Send Emily on the date so that Jonah loses that option. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. That I feel like is messy. Um <laughs> I don't know because then I feel like we just have a bunch of rando singles in this house um, and I need like couples to form so that they can be broken up Um, so that's why I'm trying to give them like one day as far as which guys I would vote for it's gonna be Bergy there's literally no voting that I can do that's going to change anything I feel like on that yeah but I don't want Bergy to go on any more dates Um, yeah like I'm I just feel I I just feel like the narrative has played out I feel like we're now into like the slow descent until he finally goes I just don't really think there's anywhere to go from here um with Bergy I think that like if Bergy gets to Casa more I think there's a chance but um well I think there's a chance a new girl will come into the villa but I don't think there's a chance that it's going to be a long term things we'll see we'll see i don't I know just, I, I just think yeah. that any one random person like unlikely if you get five random people like i mean that's five times the odds uh <laughs> but um, five times zero oh my god <laughs> but i don't know i think like you could send jonah you could send like if you want real mess you're sending keenan but i don't want that mess uh you can send marco again to try to break him up so there's options on that table Yes, 100%. I, of course, have lost the right to vote as a Canadian, so Mm. I don't even get a vote. Do you know who you're going to vote for? I don't. I'm thinking about sending Hannah and Marco just to break that up, honestly. Honestly, I think that's that's a fun mess vibe, so I can endorse that as a voting decision. Kind of where I'm at, personally. I have loved this season. It's been tons of mess, and I want that to continue. We're not allowed to slow down. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready for the mess to stop. We're only into week three. Um, we likely have about a month of Love Island left, and I'm not ready for any stale, like, established couple content yet. I want mess. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, I think that we are still on track to yes. be continuing mess. We are, and I love it. Um, is there, I think that's it for these three. I feel like we covered three episodes in record time, but I actually also feel like we've covered like everything. Yeah. I think that, uh, (laughs) while these episodes were very solid, I think that there were just like, you know, finishing up some old storylines, introducing some new ones, and we will see how those play out in the future. I feel like should be a ton of fun. Yes, absolutely. And we will be back on Friday to cover up the rest of this week in Love Island. And hopefully the rest of this week stays messy. Scally, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Ooh, people can find me on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally, as well as Twitch uh, slash B Scally. Um, I'm also going to be talking about big brother live feeds on saturday so people should check that out scally saturday yeah so see how that goes uh the new season premiering um and the challenge very soon over on dom and colin so lots of stuff going on yes absolutely and if people want to hear more from me of course you can follow me everywhere at kirsten said what and the majority of what i'm doing is right here on the hot dummies on islands feed i'll be breaking down the rest of too hot to handle season five with tori from ready to be petty on thursday night of course we'll be back on friday and temptation island as well we'll be getting some coverage all through the rest of this week um so if you're on the reality tv wrap up speed please 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 go to the hot dummies on island specific feed uh to subscribe to rate and review five stars it really helps people to find the podcast and this is like the hot dummy apocalypse and this is a huge opportunity for us to reach new people with the number of episodes going out so would super appreciate it shout out to lauren who said love this pod kirsten and scally the most iconic love island island duo uh, and also Mess Magnets, of course, with Sasha Joseph. We covered a lot of fun stories this week, so you could go check that out. And I'll be breaking down the Sunday Big Brother episode over on the Big Brother feed, so you can check me out there. But until next time, we will see you on Friday to talk more Love Island USA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.